Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a really stupid joke. Okay. It's a Christmas one. Okay. What do you get if you deep fry Santa Claus? Oh, God. Krispy Kringles. Crisp Kringle. <laughs> <laughs> I like mine better. <laughs> okay. And I have some facts. Mm. I haven't done facts in a while. Hopefully mm-hmm. I haven't done these uh, before. First one, McDonald's once tried to make bubblegum flavored broccoli. Ew. It was part of their initiative to get kids to eat healthier, and it didn't work. <laughs> it didn't taste very good, and kids, unsurprisingly, didn't want to eat it. Ew. That just sounds gross. Yeah. Why would you want to eat something... That tastes like bubble gum while you're eating regular food anyway. Yeah, that's not a great idea. No. They should have tried to make it taste like cheese or something. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a great idea. That would probably have worked. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Speaking of McDonald's, it's banned in at least nine countries. Bermuda, Iran, Macedonia, 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 Yemen, Montenegro, North Korea, Zimbabwe. Bolivia and Iceland. Why? Uh, it's disgusting and bad for you. Um, it's yummy. It's definitely yummy, but it's not <laughs> great for you. No, it's and not. it's like the worst thing you could probably eat ever. Probably. Okay. It is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it isn't good. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah, I know. Fucking McDonald's. Uh, oranges aren't orange in the wild. They're originally green. If you want green oranges, you can still find them. Vietnamese oranges and Thai tangerines are still green on the outside. Hmm. How do they get to be yellow or orange? I don't know. Why do I say yellow? I don't know. They're called oranges. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway. Well, I know that a lot of fruits, like when they're not quite ripe, they're a different color. Like bananas. So maybe when you just let them ripen for longer, they turn orange, maybe? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That would be really weird to have a green orange and, like, open it up and be orange. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Chicago is called the Windy City, but it's not because it's actually windy in the city. In 1858, a reporter said that Chicagoans were windbags or <laughs> full of hot air. That reporter from the Chicago Daily Tribune wrote, quote, A hundred militia officers from corporal to commander air their vanity in the Windy City. And thus, a nickname was born. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Windbags. (laughs) (laughs) How they used to talk in 1858. That's funny. Next one, the shell of an armadillo is bulletproof. So be careful before trying to shoot one of nature's armored tanks. A man in Texas once tried and was hospitalized when the bullet ricocheted off the armadillo and hit him in the face. Oh. Holy shit. That is karma. <laughs> like, I've never. Good, motherfucker. <laughs> what did that armadillo do to you? Seriously. Huh. Well, he shot him in the face, actually, but technically. No, he shot himself in the face. Yes. Okay, next one. The longest word in the English language would fill 12 pages in the dictionary and is way too long for me to type here. 
It's a whopping 189,819 letters long. Comparatively, Mary Poppins' supercalifragilistic <laughs> expialidocious is only 34 letters long. The word, a technical scientific term, is usually called titan for brevity's sake. Why would someone make up a word that was that long? That's just stupid. Did you know that the phobia of long words is this gigantic long word? <laughs> Who did that? That's what I want to know. It wasn't someone that had that phobia, that's for sure. <laughs> like, okay, how many letters can we make this long? That's just stupid. People be scared to tell people what they have. <laughs> Okay, gobbling is a way to attract potential mates, and only male turkeys do it. Female turkeys, called hens, don't gobble at all. <laughs> it's not much of a turn-on. <laughs> well, not for us. Maybe the female turkeys love it. Well, I guess they do, because we have more turkeys. Yeah, that, yeah that's true. <laughs> Next one, cows don't have their front teeth. They use their long tongues to pull grass into their mouths and then chew it with their back molars. They don't have front teeth, apparently. Huh. I did not know that. I didn't either. In many cities, it's against the law to cross the street unless you walk at a crosswalk. The term jaywalking comes from old-timey slang. Jay used to be the term for an idiot, and more specifically, a country bumpkin. So the term, jay, term jaywalking uh, came about as a way to describe people who weren't familiar with crossing roads in the city. When it first came out, some people considered it a slur. Hmm. <laughs> Be like, why are you walking there, you dumbass? That's basically, <laughs> That's what, basically what they said. Country bumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, seven of rapper Tupac Shakur's 11 platinum-selling records came out after he'd passed away. In 2007, Shakur made $9 million more than living rappers Eminem and 50 Cent. <laughs> Whether or not Tupac's still alive, his bank account is definitely still kicking. Wow. Crazy. The world's oldest living tree is a Bristol cone pine, aptly named Methuselah. Methuselah? Methuselah. That's 4,851 years old. We wow. can tell you that the tree is in Inyo National Forest in California, but we can't tell you much more than that. Its location is closely guarded, a closely guarded secret to protect it from harm. However, it may have some competition. Research has shown that another tree in the same grove might be older than 5,000 years, mm. but its location is also secret. Yeah, because you'd have some stupid dumbass try to chop it down or some it's, shit. Yeah. In Switzerland, there is a service where you can rent a guinea pig in case one of yours dies. The service has really taken off, as in Switzerland's it's against the law to keep a guinea pig by itself. There are, they are social animals, and the country considered it cruel to keep one by itself. Yeah. Why don't you just buy another one? Yeah. If you rent it, like... That's just stupid. That is stupid. <laughs> <clears throat> stupid guinea pig. Unless they have 24-hour emergency guinea pig rental. 
Like if your guinea pig dies in the middle of the night, you yeah. can't have one by itself and the pet stores aren't open. So you have to rent one until the pet store opens. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 24 hour emergency That's guinea pig rental. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, I get that they're social animals, but come on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's stupid. Anyway. In China, scientists have used snakes to predict earthquakes. Snakes are super sensitive to vibrations in the ground and can feel a quake coming from 120 kilometers away. They can even predict them up to five days beforehand. Researchers set up cameras to watch a snake farm 24 hours a day to monitor for earthquakes. And they said it helped their predictions. Seems like we should be monitoring snake farms all over the world. Hmm. That's interesting. Because I love the fact that animals can sense shit. That's mm -hmm. like, we can't at all. It's so crazy to it me. It just sucks, though. They can't tell us. Yeah. It's such, like, <laughs> fucking ir irony. Like, crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the world's first yo mama joke is 3,500 years old. It was carved onto a Babylonian tablet that archaeologist J.J. Van Dyke found in seven, uh, 1976. Unfortunately, the tablet has since been lost. Aww. Fortunately, Van Dyke wrote the joke down. Uh, quote, of your mama is by the one who has intercourse with her. <laughs> who slash what is it? <laughs> What? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Okay, this is the joke. Of your mother is by the one who has intercourse with her. Uh, what slash who is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> of your Something about your mother having intercourse. Of your mother is by the one who has intercourse with her. <laughs> who... Or what is it? It doesn't even tell you the answer. <laughs> okay. I'm so confused. I'm going to move on. Okay. The little birdie mascot on Twitter is has a name, Larry. Some suspect he's named after Boston Celtics player Larry Bird. Hmm. Um, Larry Bird was a Pacers. He was a Pacers player, not Boston Celtics. No. Thank you very much. Anyway. Scholars in the Middle Ages didn't think the Earth was flat. They knew it was round. Most theories about Earth being flat seem to have sprung up between 1879 and 1920. As historian Jeffrey Burton Russell says, with extraordinarily, with, with extraordinary few exceptions, no educated person in the history of Western civilization from the 3rd century B.C. onward, believed that the earth was flat. That we, as a society, believe that people from the Middle Ages thought the earth was flat is a modern myth. So the fucking flat earthers were back that far? Mm-mm. The 18-whatever you said? It, yeah, it's it sprung up from 1879 to yeah. 1920. Yeah. So, oh yeah, people thought have thought the Earth has been flat forever, like literally forever. Uh, there has been a society of people who think the Earth is flat. So stupid. Which you know, back in the day, I could totally understand. I get it before. Yes, it actually happened exactly. But even in 1920, 
people were like, okay, yeah, we're dumb. You know, like that's, yeah, it's stupid. So not even the people before the 18, whatever. No, they think it was, they knew it was when that would, if, if that would, you would think that would be when they would think that. Mm -hmm. That's so stupid. They said they didn't think it was flat. Actually, they knew it was round. Like, they knew it. Oh, my God. I just think flat earthers are very sad people. They just, they're sad. They need a hobby and not this. I just don't get it. I'm moving on. There's a poker hand named after famous tennis player Anna Kornikova. The hand is an ace-king offsuit. And it's named for Kornikova because it looks great but doesn't win. (laughs) (laughs) That's mean. That's really mean. (laughs) Uh, The majority of Icelanders believe in the existence of elves. At least they did pretty recently. One survey done in 1998 found that 54.4 of the island... 54.4%... Of the island believed in the mythical creatures, Icelanders believe these territorial beings would cause mysterious, mis- <laughs> mysterious <laughs> accidents if you stumbled onto their turf. It's not just people in Iceland. No, it's a lot of people. Yeah. I saw a TikTok where a guy thought he caught one. Really? Yeah. And I saw wings, but hmm. he was holding it and he was like, this is so cool. And you couldn't see anything but the wings. No. Yeah. That wasn't real. Though. No. But... Sony's first invention was the electric rice cooker. Since it was essentially electrodes in the bottom of a wooden bucket, it wasn't that great at cooking rice. Because it could never cook a good batch of rice, it was never released to the market. Now this rice cooker sits in the Sony archives in Japan. While this may come to no surprise to dog lovers, dogs can tell your voice if uh, tell from your voice if you're happy or sad. They also have the ability to distinguish between laughter and crying. My dog, though. Yes, she I'll sit there and yell at her and she'll be wagging her tail away. Because you're giving her attention. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I told you about that one time. I was so mad. I don't even remember why now. I was like sitting on my bed. I was fuming. And Chunks was like laying on the end of the bed and he like whined and looked at me like, what the fuck, mom? (laughs) He could like feel me like pissed. Okay, Chinese checkers didn't originate in China. The game originally was invented in Germany in the 1890s as a modern version of Halma, an American game that was only invented in 1883. Never heard of Halma. Mm -mm, Me neither. Uh, It took some time for the Statue of Liberty to turn green. The statue was built in 1886, and by 1920, weathering had turned the copper statue green. Before then, it had been, well, you know what color copper is. Mm Mm-hmm. That would be weird to see. Yeah, it would. A colored picture. That's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, I want to see what it looked like. Well, all the pictures back then were black and white, so you couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Homer Simpson discovered the mass of the Higgs-Boston particle 12 years before the particle itself was discovered. In the episode, The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, Homer is working out a math problem on a chalkboard. 
Writers for the episode point out that if you work out the equation on the board, you almost get the precise mass of the Higgs-Boston particle by complete chance. I guess Homer really is smart. They say a lot of things that happened on The Simpsons. There are TikToks where they put literal things that happened next to the exact same picture that The Simpsons drew. Really weird. Years before. Really weird. It is really weird. Okay, next one. Uh, Between 1918 and 1919, a serial axe murderer plagued the streets of New Orleans, Louisiana. On March 13, 1919, the axe man wrote a letter to the people of New Orleans, telling them that he planned to go out on March 19th, but would spare anyone who had a jazz band playing in their house. In his letter, he wrote, quote, I'm very fond of jazz music, and I swear by all the devils in their nether regions that every person shall be spared in whose home a jazz band is in full swing at the time I have just mentioned. Uh, Consequently, that night, dance halls playing jazz music were filled to the brim with patrons, and jazz bands were employed at houses around the city. The Axeman was true to his word and actually didn't kill anyone on the night of the 19th. Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, I have too, which is so fucking weird. And do you think it was a jazz club owner? Who knows? The first name ever recorded in history was found on a clay tablet from 5,000 years ago in modern-day Iraq. The name belonged to an accountant as he recorded a business deal for shipments of barley. His name was Cushum. On one receipt, Cushum, the accountant, made history. (laughs) That's crazy. Could you imagine people like... Oh my gosh, there was someone named Jody in Fortville. <laughs> I don't think I would care at that point. No, not at that point. No. <laughs> I did see a TikTok, though, that was kind of funny. This guy was like, what if, like, the world ends, all of us dead, and then somehow in the future, we, like, come back, and humans are back here, and they find the whole Harry Potter series, and then they think we were all wizards, and Harry was like, Jesus, and I was like, oh my God, that would be nuts. (laughs) See? Yes. That's what I think about the Bible. It's exactly what the Bible is. It's ridiculous. Okay, British rock band Pink Floyd helped to finance Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Turns out the band loved Monty Python and often spent their downtime while working on the dark side of the moon watching Monty Python's Flying Circus. So when the comedians needed money for their first movie, Pink Floyd used the profits from their their hit album and helped fund the project. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. Uh, pill bugs aren't bugs. They're crustaceans that have adapted to living on land. They're Ooh. the only crustaceans who have done this. That's weird. That is weird. What are they called? They're pill bugs. The I don't little, know what a pill bug is. A uh, potato bug. You ever heard of that? Mm, They're literally know. tiny bugs that look like uh, the shell of an, a lobster. Oh. Okay. You know exactly what I'm, I'm sure talking about. I'm sure I do. You do. You do. They're pill, they're pill bugs or um, what did I just say? Um, potato bugs. Potato bugs. Yeah, that's what we used to call them when I was little. Mm. Anyway, before the 19th century, only poor servants, widows, and orphans ate lobster. 
At the time, it was actually considered cruel and unusual punishment to serve lobster to prison inmates more than once a week in the United States. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Now, lobster is uh, often requested by prison inmates as a last meal in the United States. Crazy. That's funny. According to a study done at the University of Michigan, the brain can't distinguish between emotional pain and physical pain. Breaking your leg and breaking your heart feels the same to your brain. Aww. I totally get that. It's a different kind of pain, yeah. but it's still pain. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was was a Trekkie. Ah, that's funny. In fact, he convinced Nichelle Nichols, Nichols the first lieutenant or, uh, to stay on the show. When the pair met, she told him she was leaving the show because she had been offered another job. Dr. King asked her not to do it. He told her, quote, for the first time, we are being seen the world over as we should be seen. His words left Nichols speechless, and of course, she stayed on the show. Hmm. I'm assuming he was meaning like a female black lead. Yeah. Oh. Nichols said years later when Whoopi Goldberg had said how inspired she was to see a black woman on TV who wasn't a maid, she knew Dr. King had been right. Yeah. yeah. Very, very true. All right. 1969's uh, Midnight Cowboy is is the only rated X movie ever to win an Oscar. It won three Oscars, as a matter of fact, Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Adapted Screenplay. Huh. Midnight Cowboy... Hmm. Weird. I wonder why it's rated X. And that was 1969. So I wonder. So now that's probably just a, maybe a rated R. A family favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's PG-13. Blind man in Surinam once trained a capybara. The world's largest rodent as a guide animal. Aww. That's cute. <laughs> While our sun looks yellow because the Earth's atmosphere, the sun, the star that keeps our little planet warm is actually white. Hmm. Well, if we could look at the sun, we probably would see it was white. But we can't look at the no, sun. No, we can't. That's dangerous. Uh, rumors about famous child actor Shirley Temple... Being a 30-year-old dwarf were so widespread that the Vatican felt like it had to step in. The Catholic Church sent Father Silvio Masante to investigate these rumors. He clearly came back with the answer that she was indeed a child. You can tell she, she was a, a child. People are dumb. Oh, my God. They didn't. Just because. Okay, so she could dance really good. And she was talented. And she was talented. And she was female. And she was female. That automatically means Must, that she couldn't have been definitely, a girl. definitely an adult. One hundred percent. Fuck off. Seriously, people suck. And they're like, "Oh, we gotta call the church." <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I used to love Shirley Temple. Oh my god, everyone did. She was so fucking cute. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, she was the greatest. Uh, The most popular tourist destination in Europe isn't the Eiffel Tower or Buckingham Palace. It's Disneyland Paris. (laughs) Ancient Greeks had the yo-yo. We know they had this popular childhood toy because a young boy can be seen playing with one on a vase that dates back to 5 B.C. 
This is the first known picture of a yo-yo. Hmm. Weren't they weapons at first? Uh, I think they were invented to be weapons, but hmm. Maybe. they didn't do much, apparently. So they <laughs> just started to play with them. <laughs> In the middle of war and they're walking the dog. <laughs> oh, guys, look at this. Look what I can do. I learned a new trick. <laughs> My yo-yo weapon. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Okay, sci-fi 70s classic Alien was pitched to studios as Jaws in Space. Oh, my God. Speed was pitched as Die Hard on a bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> Die Hard on a bus? Oh, my God. Are you fucking serious? I still would love it. <laughs> I don't care what it's called. Hey, it's got Keanu Reeves Fuck on it. Fuck yes, and he is, oh my god, he's so hot in that movie. I know. Like, he's hot anyway, but in that movie, for some reason. I think he looks better as he gets older. Oh my, oh yeah, men do that, and yeah. it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. But yeah, he's, oh god, yeah, he's hot. Okay, everyone knows Forrest Gump, which spawned the, the which spawned the hit 1994 Tom Hanks movie, but most people don't realize that it has a sequel. Winston Groom wrote Gump & Co. to cash in on Gump Mania. Due to a strange loophole, he received almost no money from, from the film, so the book served as a way to get what was his. The novel was printed in 1995, just a year after the movie came out, and spoiler alert, it was bananas. Gump & Co. features Jenny dying and becoming a ghost, Forrest solving the energy crisis by harnessing the power of pigs, getting locked up, rejoining the army, and capturing Saddam Hussein. <laughs> okay. What? I've never heard of that book before. That is cr crazy. I want to see it. <laughs> or read it. Jenny's a ghost? Oh, my God. I actually really am curious now. <laughs> Okay, Mark Hamill played Mozart in the Broadway production of Amadeus. When the time came around for the movie to be filmed, Hamill tried to get the role of Mozart again for the movie, but director Milo Foreman didn't want to cast him. The director told Hamill verbatim, no, 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 you must not be playing Mozart because the people not believing that Luke Skywalker was Mozart. <laughs> If you ask me, I'm sure Luke Skywalker, Spacewalker, would have made a made a fine Mozart. It says Spacewalker. It says Spacewalker there too. That's not what his name It's was. Skywalker. Yes. I don't know who wrote this because I didn't <laughs> give them credit, but they messed up. <laughs> okay, anyway. The phrase bless you came from Pope Gregory the Great, who said, God bless you, when someone who had the plague sneezed. Boy, the plague really got us, really gave us a lot of common phrases from ring around the rosy to bless you. <laughs> a funeral parlor in Japan has drive through services. Oh, my gosh. Mourners are allowed to drive up, sign their name in the guest book, leave funeral money, and even light some incense for a prayer if they are so inclined. The service was originally intended to help those with limited mobility. 
If we had those, I would so use it. I would totally, I would feel like a piece of shit, but I would totally use it. I wouldn't feel like a piece of shit because I don't, the people aren't there anymore. The funerals yeah. are for the person yeah. that's still alive. Yeah. So I should be able to mourn any fucking way Quickly I want drive to. through, mourn quick, and then like get on with our fucking lives. Because you right? don't, you're not... You're not mourning when you're at the funeral home. Yeah, you mourn you, all the you time. You continue to mourn yeah. as life it goes really, on. It really is the, like, exactly, like, you have to go to a church to worship God. Um, No, you don't. Yeah. You can do whatever you want, wherever you want. Exactly. He's going to hear you. You know, if you believe, you fucking believe. Exactly. So, yeah. I That's why I don't that. go to cemeteries. Hmm. It's like, why? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, I get that. I don't, I don't understand I, it. I would, like, personally, if I knew someone, you know, I would, I would go there to, like, take care of the area and, like, you know, make sure it's not. Well, yeah, I get that. Because, like, for instance. And my, I get it for people that it give it brings them peace. Sure. But yeah, me, like, personally, yeah. I don't see well, I know, like... I don't get it. Like, my my friend Chris, who passed away in high school, like, we went to his grave one time, and it was, like, sinking in. So we had to call them and, like, yeah. say, hey, it's the tombstone... Or, yeah, the tombstone is, like, sinking into the ground. So, like, you know, just to go there and make sure, make yeah. sure everything's okay. Yeah. And so I get that, too. Yeah. But, but, yeah, to actually go there and, like, visit them and talk to them, no, yeah, you don't have no. to go to a cemetery. I, I just talk out loud. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I totally believe that's all you have to do. Yeah. Like, if you put yourself out there, meet them halfway, they're going to they're gonna meet you halfway, too. I don't mm. I don't see anything. But, again, like, if you go to a cemetery, they're going to be there, too. Like, you know, I think so, anyway. Well, it's wherever you are. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and my last one. The first newspaper in the world was published in 59 B.C. in Rome. The journalists then must have been dedicated to publish anything considering they didn't have a printing press. Oh, gosh. That's a lot of writing. Yes, it is. Holy shit. Phew. All right, those were my facts for the beginning. We are a half hour in. Holy shit. Yeah, I think you're well, ever going to be quiet. Sorry. <laughs> Our last couple episodes, we were, like, dead, I think, and we they were not long at all. Oh, they weren't? No. I so didn't even notice. If we go a little bit longer, it's okay. Yeah. Well, I mean... They were like at least 45 minutes. And that's yeah. that was what our goal was when we started, like 45 minutes at least. Yeah. So. All right. So this week I did 17 creepy stories that show the dangers of solo travel. Mm. Do not solo travel, people. Definitely if you're a woman, you can't do that. Well, definitely. Okay. Traveling in Asia at the time, I got to Tuk Tuk huh? to go to the center of a village with a young driver. We started driving and he turned around while telling me he wouldn't take me to the center of the village because he knew a better spot in the jungle, a place he and his friends loved. I told him, no, I want to go to the center of the village and that's it. He got angry and sped up while I was considering my chances of just jumping out. But then he also grabbed my arm in a tight grip so I knew for sure no good would come from the situation. Luckily for me, I had an umbrella with me, and with my free hand, I started slamming him with it as hard as I could till he stopped the vehicle, and he offered he offered to take me to the center of the village. Oh, hey, wow. there you go. No, I ended up walking three hours to the village. 
I had planned one more day there and was constantly confronted by people that I was a girl who attacked the tuk-tuk driver, <laughs> offering me rides. Pretty sure they were his friends. I strictly stayed in busy areas till I was able to take a train out. Fuck that situation. Oh my gosh. You know what? I don't think it's safe for you to walk down the street in your own neighborhood if you're no, a female no, by yourself. Not. Let you alone fucking travel. Yeah. I, I just don't have the balls to do Like, I don't have the guts to do that. I have a friend at work. She loves to travel. Yeah. If she can't find someone to go with her, she will go alone. That is crazy. I to told me. I told her I was like, "Do not go alone." Yes. Was she like, "Okay," or was she like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna stop." She's not gonna stop. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, some people like more power to them. They can actually yeah, do that, but I I could not do that. It's just not. It's not safe. It's not, especially for a girl. It, it, you're right. She's Anywhere. a little, she's a little bitty Asian girl. Yeah. She, I mean, <laughs> uh, I just yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Well, luckily the last few times she's went traveling, she's had somebody with her, so. Oh, that's good. I haven't had to yell at her recently. <laughs> so. For me, it was when I was driving from Georgia to California to visit a friend. I didn't want to fly because I wanted to sightsee on the way. When I got to San Diego, the hotel I booked on Expedia screamed run from the get-go. But I was exhausted and wanted to rest. Got my room key and checked in. I locked the door, and because I am always on guard, I locked the bar on the door for extra safety. About 4 a.m., I was sleeping and heard someone trying to come in my room. They had opened the door but couldn't get past the little bar that was locked. I quickly got up, threw clothes on, and went to the door to see what was going on. Two guys outside the door with their hand in the slit of the door yelling at me, they kept saying, come here, pretty girl. Oh, a pretty face or something like that. Ugh. Crazy. Fucking assholes. See, that's why we can't go anywhere by ourselves. <sighs> Had some dude tried to haul me off my first day in Berlin. He stopped to ask me a question when I was in Tiergarten. Tiergarten? I don't know. And proceeded to grab me by the wrist and refused to let me go. I had told him I was going to Xander Platz, and he started dragging me out of the park, telling me he would show me a shortcut that he insisted would only take five minutes to get there. For those of you that have never been, it's at least a 30-minute walk. I was so panicked, I didn't know what to do and couldn't even scream. All I could think was that he was going to take me somewhere where no one would be able to help me. I had a friend who I was staying with in the city text me at the right time and managed to beg off and say she was waiting for me back at Brandenburger Tour Station, which was the opposite direction. He only let me go if I opened my mouth, if I opened mouth, kissed him goodbye Ew, what? No. and gave me his number, oh. which he made me call so he was sure I had the right one. He was pulling me towards the Holocaust Memorial, so after he let go, I rushed to it and hid in it so he wouldn't follow me. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Oh, my God. My mom, over 40 years ago, went backpacking around Europe. At the end of her trip, she ended up in Germany with no money left and only a plane ticket to get home. But the plane was from Paris to Canada, so she had to find a way to get to Paris. She hitchhiked her way towards the German-Belgian border with people who were high, and once they dropped her off, she immediately found someone else who was willing to take her beyond the border 
but within 10 minutes, she noticed he was taking her away from the highway and taking small roads, and she got scared. Since she didn't want to inform him that she knew something was up, she just kept talking about her trips and added some not-so-pleasant details, talking about how she had recently caught a STD that gave her really <laughs> painful and disgusting boils all over her genitals. <laughs> they were quickly back on the highway, and he dropped her off 50 <laughs> meters away from the border before vanishing. Two days later, she landed in Canada safely and STD-free. She didn't tell me any of this until I was well in my 20s. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was hiking alone in the mountains. To get there, you obviously had to come through the woods way down below. As I made my way back down to the tree line, I headed into a clearing and decided to take a moment to rest. Took off my hat, took in a breath, shook off dust and pebbles... Suddenly, I just became very aware that I was not alone. Normally, when this sense kicks in, there's a deer or moose or bear nearby. Some animal. I turned towards the trees and saw a man, all clad in black, just staring at me. He was completely motionless, didn't look like an inch of hiking or climbing gear on or around him. I thought it was odd, so I wanted to snag a photo. Reached out for my camera, and when I stood back up, the dude was just gone. I immediately got flashbacks of that scene from David Fincher's Zodiac when the killer appears by a tree at Lake Berryessa, then disappears. I was extremely spooked. Now, of course, I'm in the wild. Surely I'm not the only one out there. But this was, a this was in a relatively remote spot, and I hadn't come across anyone until then. I had to take my way. I had to make my way into the area where I saw this person. I was on high alert for some intuitive reason, but when I passed by where he or she stood, there was no one to be found. I looked around, called out even, nothing, and the whole eight hours back down, I still came upon no one, not one single soul. I think of that day often. That's weird. Yeah. Had a layover in Moscow, flying from Seoul to Barcelona a few years ago. Aeroflot, of course. I don't know what that is. Nope. <laughs> Standard economy ticket, nothing special. We land as usual and are leaving. Cabin crew and pilot were thanking us as we left. When I got to the door, the captain looks at me and grins. Thanks for flying with us, Captain, last name. I was a military intel guy at the time, and it seemed apparent they wanted me to know I was being watched and tracked. <laughs> My phone immediately started blowing up with Russian phone numbers calling it. Once I cleared security and hit out at a different terminal than my follow on flight. Never been to Russia before. No friends or family. Super weird. That is weird. That is weird. I traveled to Vietnam with my sister and father. One of the places we visited was an area of concentrated tunnels unkept from the Vietnam War era. We had the option of touring some of the tunnels and jumped at the chance. We started out in a small room with holes at eye level that just cleared the Earth's surface, perfect for shooting at the feet of the enemy. We were then led down a tunnel that required us to stoop, seeing as we were significantly taller than our Vietnamese guide. We came to another small room. Our guide told us that one tunnel led up and out. The other led to what was once a weapon cache. Is it cache or cache? I don't know. I never know that. My sister and I really wanted to see that room, but my dad had enough and asked us to be asked to be let out. To this day, I have no idea what my thought process was, but I decided to lead my sister to the next room. 
I might have been under the impression that there was a second guide there waiting for us. Unsurprisingly, it got dark. The guide had the flashlight, and the hanging lamp from the previous room got harder to see by. I kept thinking, it has to be just a few feet further. Instead, the tunnel got shorter and shorter, until we were basically crawling forwards in the dark, single file. I remember looking back and realizing the tunnel must have curved or something because the lamp was gone. There wasn't enough space to turn around, so I kept going. I felt horrible, like I had just condemned my sister and I to dying in the dark, crushed by the ever-shrinking tunnel. Eventually, the floor in front of me ended. Thinking back, we had probably reached the weapon cache, cache room, and I only needed to drop a couple of feet to stand. But in the dark, I only felt empty air in front of me. I'm pretty sure that moment is the moment I developed a fear of really wide open spaces. Because to this day, I can imagine some giant maw inches from my flailing arm looking for purchase. Mm -hmm. I told my sister we'd have to crawl backwards, and goddamn if that middle schooler wasn't an absolute trooper about the whole thing. Unfortunately, we must have taken a turn without realizing it, because we started down there blind, lost, crawling in the dirt for what I would later learn was about an hour. <laughs> the guide eventually found us, and I've never been happier to see a flashlight. That's crazy. That's scary. It is scary. Some guy told me he would take me to Nevsky Prospect, and he grabbed my arm. I was so paralyzed with fear, and I didn't know what to do, even when he kissed me on the cheek. Mm. I felt like I couldn't even scream or cry for help to any of the people passing by. He tried to give me his number, too, but I didn't have a phone on me. I was really lucky that I was near my hostel, but he ended up chasing me all the way up to the front door. The fuck? Like, you can't tell when someone's not interested. Seriously. Jeez. Like, I was saying, there's we can't travel alone because of these people, which is very true, but there's no reason why we shouldn't get the chance to travel alone. If we wanted to. Leave women alone. That's all you got to do. Leave us alone. If we act interested, you'll know. Yeah. You will know. <laughs> if not, bye. <laughs> Oh my god. So stupid. I pulled into a parking lot in Red River Gorge, pretty deep backcountry, bare warnings all over. I was an idiot and ignored them because I've spent thousands, tens of thousands of hours there and never saw so much as what looks like it. Could possibly be with a stretch of the imagination bear sign. Did that make sense? No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Arrived at night, so decided to sleep in my driver's seat. Woke up to a bear opening the passenger door. <gasps> oh, my God. Literally pissed on myself and managed to pull away. Holy shit. Yeah, there's a first time for everything. Open the door. Oh, my God. Oh Lock my your God. doors at least. Jeez. Well, you wouldn't think an animal would be able to open your door. You I wouldn't never think know. that. I mean, I would never have my car unlocked. But, but yeah. But you never I know. I wouldn't think that it'd just come up and open the door. Fucking animals are smart. I saw a TikTok the other day where this lady left her, you know, she left to go to work. And her neighbor kept calling her and telling her her dog was running around the neighborhood. And she was like, what the fuck? So she, like, left and just walked out to her car and, like, filmed it. The dog opened the fucking window. <laughs> and got out. She was like, get your ass back <laughs> hilarious <laughs> but he opened the fucking window oh and you know what if she didn't realize he was opening the window that means that motherfucker was closing it too when he came <gasps> back 
Oh my god. Yeah. Smart animals. I'm wow. telling you. <laughs> I'm glad mine are stupid. <laughs> Now they're going to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> oh, shit. I was just kidding. Love you. You guys are really smart. <laughs> my friend was sexually assaulted by a cab driver. She had a bad feeling, so started videoing. She actually got video footage of it while fighting him off. She oh thankfully God. managed to get out of the car and ran back to where she'd left her vehicle. She called the cab as she'd been drinking. She drove to the nearest police station to report it. She was distressed, to say the least. They arrested her for drunk driving. Oh, my God. Then later, the police Victoria in Victoria, Australia, dropped her sexual assault case due to having not having enough evidence. Video of his hands, where they were, and his face, and her fighting him off. Not enough evidence. What the fuck? That was the day I stopped feeling guilt for not reporting the monster who attacked me. She's still suffering her punishment, and he's still driving cabs around Melbourne. Perfect. Fucking asshole. Not enough evidence. What the fuck? Oh, my God. And then she got in trouble for drinking and driving. I hate everyone. Oh, my God. People suck so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <sighs> fell asleep on a cross atlantic flight window seat split from my parents because fuck united woke up to the guy next to me sticking his hands down my pants what i was in middle school at the <gasps> time oh my fuck. god no that's um while i was in porto vejo costa rica a man in his early 50s was stabbed and killed for his backpack containing photography equipment. I am a man in my early 50s, and at the time I was traveling with a backpack containing photography equipment. Oh my god! Ew, that's creepy. Yeah. I was on a short trip with four other women in Morocco, and we still got harassed when walking through the old market. And one guy even grabbed my friend's butt. What? I want to be independent and free and, for instance, travel on my own. But honestly, it seems unsafe in so many scenarios. Pretty frustrating. Yeah, it uh, is yeah. fucking frustrating because, again, there's no reason why we should feel unsafe being alone. I hate people. <laughs> As I went down one particularly deserted street, I passed two men sitting in a doorway. In French, one muttered to the other, a woman, and they both got up to follow me. Luckily, I could see the train a block ahead, so I checked my imaginary watch and started running. I made it before the train left. I don't know how far the men followed me, but there was hardly anyone at the station, so I'm glad the train was there. Is that really all it takes? Ooh, a woman. That's what it sounds what like. What the fuck? A woman alone. Alone, not Paying attention to you, minding her own business, mm -hmm. leave her the fuck alone. Why is that so hard? I don't understand. I don't know. Unbelievable. My friend's buddy, female, apparently got sick in Thailand and decided to take the tuk-tuk back to the hotel by herself. She told the group to continue without her since she didn't want to spoil their fun. She went missing ever since that. 
All right. Traveling in South America by myself as a 22-year-old woman arrived to Santiago, Chile by bus really late at night, like around 10 p.m. Shortly after I got off the bus, a guy comes up to me from the general area of the taxi stand and asks if I need a cab, and I say yes. We start walking to his cab, and it's really far away, like at least five blocks. I start to feel kind of uneasy, but I'm also in the middle of this big, unfamiliar city and just try to reassure myself it's fine. I double-check his cab as all the normal brand markings when we finally get to it and sit up front with my bag, more out of habit. It's common to do this in Ubers in South America. I give him the address of the hostel I booked, and we small talk in Spanish for the first few minutes of the ride. And then there's a bit of a natural pause, which he breaks by looking over at me and saying very calmly, Are you scared? Yeah. Of course, that really freaked me out, but I tried to seem calm. I just laughed a bit. And was, ha, ha, no, I'm good. I'm just tired, and it's late. And he goes, hmm, well, you seem pretty scared back there when we were walking. You know, there's a lot of bad people around here. Sometimes they pretend to be taxis. You never know who to trust. I've heard of women being sold after taking a bad taxi. Are you traveling here alone? <laughs> uh... This is while we're still driving through the middle of the city. It's dark, and it's late, and I'm now painfully aware. Literally, no one knows where I am. I was going to message my family with an update when I got to the hostel. They don't know I'm in Santiago. They think I'm still on the coast. Of course, I don't say that and tell him that I'm always very careful and actually my group of friends know, know I'm on my way and are waiting for me at the hostel. I see a stoplight coming up and was literally thinking that as soon as the car slowed down, I was going to make a break for it and just jump out of the car. Probably the most scared I've ever been in my life. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy reaching down for something under his seat, and my brain is just going, gun, 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 it's going to be a gun. Instead, he pulls out a pamphlet and then goes, but you know, there's always one thing we can trust, right? The Lord. Do you believe in God? Oh, my God. And then proceeded to try and convert me no. for the remainder of the ride. <laughs> Turned out to be harmless, but in the moment, that random religious cab driver scared the absolute shit out of me. Yeah. Fuck, how rude. I know. Are you scared? Well, now I am, motherfucker. God. That was it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I just have stories that are just creepy. Okay. Uh, I once was riding a motorcycle when out of nowhere, I felt something wrap around my neck. I freaked out and pulled over. Turns out I had run right into a random red half inflated balloon. Oh, my God. It was like I was fucking reliving the Pennywise story. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. That is very creepy. <laughs> I went for a stroll. The pathway extended far into a river at nighttime. I was almost to the end of the slab when I heard a loud splash and footsteps behind me. It was a dark, furry animal, and the last thing I knew, I was running. it was running toward me. After that, I woke up after 15 minutes, and I was on my house porch. What? That's that's it. You want me to read it again? I went for a stroll. The pathway extended far into a river at nighttime. Mm -hmm. I was almost at the end of the slab, so like the pier. Yeah. When I heard a loud splash and footsteps behind me. It was a dark, furry animal, and the last thing I knew, it was running toward me. 
After that, I woke up after 15 minutes and I was on my house porch. So what was it? Like a werewolf and it just carried it, this person? That's the to... picture that oh, it's Oh, is in. it? It's... That's what I would think. What the fuck? I don't know. Creepy. Huh. Uh, once I was chilling uh, on the beach at night, so I was already a little anxious. I see the silhouette of a dude walking a few feet away from me. When I look again, this person is running and coming right at me. Before I could react, he, react, he trips on one of the wooden lounge chairs and I run away. Never got to know who that person was. <laughs> well, was oh, that's funny though. <laughs> I'd be running away. Nah, Hi, I'm the clumsy killer. <laughs> <laughs> be scared, but not too scared because you'll get away. <laughs> okay got a new cat he's a russian blue and they have this very scary meow he loved to sit in the basement window like cats do i'm in another room and it's like 2 a.m and he's in there contemplating feline life or whatever i hear him meow extra scary this was something i hadn't heard out of him this dangerous demonic meow I rush into the room to see outside the window was a featureless face ducked down. When I opened the window to see outside, there was nothing out there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. Next one, once I was sitting at my neighbor's place, I was house-sitting my neighbor's place. On the first night, both their dogs started going crazy around 3 a.m., so I made sure all the doors were locked and went to bed. Next morning, when I woke up, I saw all the drawers in the kitchen and bedroom were open, but all the doors entering the house were still locked. Hmm. While I was driving down a dirt path at night, I saw a tall humanoid silhouette in the bushes with glowing eyes. When I turned to look back, it was all gone. Yeah. I am constantly like... Not like I've done this recently, but like driving to your house or something. Mm -hmm. I'm constantly like looking off the side of oh, the yeah. road. I do too. Because it's all country. Yeah. And anything could be out there. Anything. It's so creepy. Uh, my girlfriend sometimes sleepwalks. One time I woke up to her standing next to my bed. And when I asked her what's happening, she just walked into the kitchen, started laughing and pulling all the cups out of the cabinets and setting them down. <laughs> <laughs> that's creepy yeah <laughs> one time i woke up to see my girlfriend getting out of bed walking into the living room at 3 30 a.m we lived in a small apartment where you could see the entire living room from the bedroom when she got to the sofa she took her shirt off looked right at me then sat down stared straight as if she was looking at someone then fell down from the couch she has no recollection of that night to this day <laughs> It would be so embarrassing. <laughs> I know, right? I'm just going to take my shirt off and stare at his face. No, it's okay. <laughs> and then fall off the couch. <laughs> uh, my wife sometimes talks in her sleep, and it's always freakish, freakish stuff. Once she sat upright and had her eyes open and started saying things like, a shadow is in the room. There's someone in the house. They're all coming for us. Yeah. It's very scary. That is creepy. That is very creepy. Up until my daughter was about five, she would sometimes wake up crying, but be in a trance-like state. She wouldn't respond to us talking to her, just stare ahead and cry as if some someone was hurting her. Hmm. 
I was at home with my three-year-old son. It was around one when I head to the balcony for a quick smoke. I leave my room, and as I'm going through the dark corridor, we never turn the light on when going through it, I see a black figure quickly and silently closing in on me. I freak out and switch on the light, and I see an empty corridor. Ooh. Ooh, that is creepy. I don't like that. I worked at a campsite in France when I was 21. On the night I arrived, I woke up at 3 a.m. to see a massive male night security guard break into my tent and sitting on a chair next to my bed watching me. When I woke up, he just started talking gibberish in French, and after about 10 minutes of nonstop talking, he gets up and walked out. Weird. Uh, You think he was sleepwalking? Oh, I don't know. Creepy. That was my last one. Okay. It's time for the way to wrap up. Yay, we know. It's not my fault I keep losing my gloves. A kid whose fault it most definitely is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) My daughter asked me how to begin her letter to Santa Claus, so I suggested she start with, hear me out. (laughs) (laughs) That's beautiful. My two-year-old daughter was singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat and ended it with Life is Down the Drain, a goth toddler. (laughs) (laughs) Goth toddler. (laughs) The refrigerator beeped at me and I told it to chill and I think I'm a dad now. (laughs) We put up our Christmas tree today because we were running out of things to yell at the toddlers not to touch. (laughs) Gotta say, I didn't realize how much parenting a toddler would involve watching, playing with, and talking about garbage trucks. <laughs> Lots of things take up your time when you're an adult that you don't think would. Yes. Telling my kids the elf on the shelf has been aff- affected by travel bans. That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. No, because then they're going to be like, oh my God, what if Santa doesn't come? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having a baby really throws off my TV watching. It does, man. What the fuck? Yeah. I asked my daughter if she thought she had been in the bath long enough, and she said, the water will tell me when it's time to get out. So there you have it. (laughs) Parenting books didn't warn me about trying to leave dance class with my five-year-old and losing her as she runs down the sidewalk of the strip business and tries to bolt into the door of a marijuana dispensary, but here I am trying not to go to jail. Oh my god. Damn kids. <laughs> Me. You need to clean out the guinea pig's cage. Nine-year-old. They make a mess all the time. You don't know what it's like. Me. Looks directly at her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, we don't know anything about Nothing. anything like that. Not at all. Dear Santa, just get my kids out of bed when I ask them the first time. (laughs) That's all I want for Christmas. (laughs) Six-year-old. In the countryside, I can see so many stars. Me. Want to move here? Six-year-old. Not until I'm ready to retire. So after third grade. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. He's going to have major disappointment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ruin your teen's day by singing the wrong words to their favorite song. Hey, that's a great... That's a good idea. Good idea. All I had to do with Peyton was just sing my oldies, Um, my 80s music to him. My kids love 80s music, so that doesn't work. Well, I don't know if he really cared about the songs or not, but me singing to Uh, him, it was lovely. My kids like it when I sing. Oh, well, (laughs) I have to come clean. I didn't just sing. I I embarrassed him. 
But we were in the car. It's not like anyone. Oh, okay, then that doesn't count. Yeah. He's fine. I would try to get him to, to smile because you know how he is. Yeah. And I would do it. it would, he would smile every time. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> um, I have two children because that's about the number of names I can keep straight. <laughs> I can't even do that. I have one. And I'm sitting here. I call him Leia. <laughs> I know. I'm or always I call like, Leia Peyton. I'm always like, whatever your name is. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> I got I got two kids, two dogs, a cat, and a rabbit. <laughs> Cannot keep those names straight. <laughs> I believe I am the sole reason my kid's teacher has to send out friendly reminders. <laughs> it's not just you. I guarantee it. <laughs> a ways feature that adds 10 minutes to your arrival time to account for buckling your kids in their seat car seats. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hated car seats. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was horrible. Five-year-old. Daddy, why did you fart? Dad. You see, honey, when a man loves a burrito very much. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Seven-year-old. Do you want me to retake my school picture? Me. Will you smile the second time? Seven-year-old. No. Then fucking no. (laughs) No smile is better than the fake fake smile. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I had a few years of that. (laughs) Peyton would bring his pictures home, and I'd look at him and be like, Really? What? <laughs> really? That's just so don't, just don't smile. It looked better. Taryn had to actually take a picture of Joel to show him that he was fake smiling. <laughs> She's like, "Look at this. Not good." <laughs> I finally refused. got it. I refused for a couple of years. Yeah, to to buy pictures. Absolutely. I'm like, I am not buying these pictures. Yeah. You need to learn how to smile. Because it's not. I'm not. No. You need to learn how to smile. (laughs) Or at least pretend like you're smiling in a better way or something. Fake it better, damn it. (laughs) They were horrible. Oh, my God. I don't own a Roomba vacuum, but I do have a dog who follows my kids around while they eat their snacks. That works. Yep. And my last one. If you're wondering whether raising multiple young kids is for you, just know that we've had to institute a new house rule. No playing with used toilet paper. Oh. Because apparently it does not go without saying. Please listen. If you're not ready for that, (laughs) you're not ready for kids. At all. That's all I got. You'd come up with so many rules you never thought you'd ever have to think of in your life. Don't play with used toilet paper. That is horrible. That's so gross. Oh, my God. So gross. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, send in your stories. We need them. Ghoulsnightoutpodcast at gmail.com. You can send in suggestions. Look us up on Facebook. You can request to join the group. Uh, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen. And we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.